You are now in queue to join Game from the Gamers, a podcast where good friends gaming on PS4 talk about life, movies, relationships, other random shit, and, well, obviously, video games. Starring Chad, Garcia, Xavier, Daryl, and Corey. Let us put you on game. Game from the Gamers is brought to you by Cool Nerd Productions. Now let's start the show. Alright, so we're recording now. We can get the shenanigans in. Uh, What are we playing? Um, Can we please not play freaking... Killing for bro, that shit is boring. That shit was boring last time, man. I don't know what it was. I like quit playing midway through. <laughs> like I ain't even gonna lie. Like y'all, we like, don't have this to. nigga X is not moving. Like, we ain't nah, gotta bro. play nothing, do we? Do we have to play something? It might be kind of sort of the gimmick. Good friends, gaming on PS4. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it can we fake it until we make it one time? Podcast, yeah, I mean, I mean, can we just fake it till we make it one time? Like, damn, like, I'm just so you don't want to oh, play shit. nothing. Nah, I'm just playing. Go ahead, man. Somebody pick what something. Do we- Hey, this oh, nigga man. said, "Do we gotta play games?" That was. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. Y'all about to laugh? Y'all said current events, right, Corey? This is on Daily Mail. Clueless couple struggled to get pregnant for four years. Are told by a doctor the wife is still a virgin because why? Hey, put the bells right at, at this, my nigga. Because they were having anal sex. <laughs> hey. I'm not putting. Nice. I'm, not putting I'm not putting no effects on it. I'm not, hey, I'm not putting, I'm not putting booty sex on the podcast, man. All right, right, man, it's on with y'all, man. I figured it was too late at night. I figured that. No, but, um, no, it's okay. Um, I'm not even saying that, bro. Like, bro, that's crazy, though. Like, y'all been trying to have sex and y'all been, like, having sex the wrong way and y'all can't have a kid. She ain't know the difference between the the rooter to the tutor. Like, she how much y'all know? No, like, these niggas crazy, learning sex from porn. Wow. Like, no, I mean, because I mean, you bringing up niggas, a porn article, it. bro. So I'm just saying, like, that's just crazy to me. You so I think it's supposed to go in slot two. I'm not sure. I'm going <laughs> to do a little more research. Uh, <laughs> hey, bro. Listen. Hey. Yo, I'm about to, hey, Corey, you can go ahead and introduce the article. But these niggas are the age of 26 and 24. They said the woman was about to turn 25. Come on, bro. Y'all grown. Wow. They got, they they take got health? some type of mental disability. Niggas take health like class? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Y'all dog and people, disability? y'all forgot. That in some parts of this country, they only teach abstinence and sex education. That is it. They don't teach you how to do That's it. That's true. They just teach you abstinence. Oh, yeah, this is you're a right, prime bro. example you're right. of why yeah, you cannot right. do that because niggas been fucking booty hole, okay, for the last three goddamn <laughs> But niggas don't know it's a booty hole when it's a booty hole, Corey? How will no, you know it's a booty hole? No, no one tells you. He is right, though. He is right. No, but don't even tell you. You don't even No, no. I didn't need the internet I know what my booty hole is like. My booty hole. I know how to. Chad, come on, remember when we was in the garage as kids? And dad said, go grab the Allen wrench. And your ass said, what, what is an Allen wrench? And he dogged your ass. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Okay, I do, I do so remember somebody's that. somebody's never yeah. taught you between the booty hole 
in that good juice box <laughs> is real easy Ain't to no mix the two up. Nigga, there's nothing but a six, like a, a pinky's worth of space in between. Like one got one function and not the other. One, nigga, I, I don't understand You have it. one of those. Like, yes, that's what I'm saying. You have it. So how do you not know when you, how do you not know how a booty hole, booty hole when it's a booty hole? I don't understand it. You tell me. No. I would love to say you, there's a way no. you cannot know. But no, nigga, nigga, I'm not accepting that. Know. I'm not Come accepting on, that as currency. No, not I'm not accepting that as currency. It's slow. I don't yeah, believe in the lotto, nigga. I don't believe in the lotto. Ain't no way. Wow. But nah, the nigga knew right. the, the, nigga knew. the show. He knew <laughs> the whole time. He was just like, yeah, babe, we just got to keep trying. We got to keep trying, babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that. Huh? It's so crazy hey, how I can't. That is a good I, variable. He was probably like, I'm not trying to have no kids. No, I'm not trying to have no kids. He go, I'm going to keep putting it tell her. in the bitch booty. <laughs> 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 wow. Yo. That's funny, I'm man. She had to see a doctor to figure out why. Yo. And then the doctor was said, ma'am, you're in. still a virgin. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nani? Oh, <laughs> Anya. Wow. Hey. That's crazy. And he, that, that nigga get MVP. And he either get MVP award of the year or idiot award of the year. Nah, man. Yeah. I, I think, think it's both. I think nigga. Nah, one of the other. One of the other. Year. He the poop nigga. Nah. Nah. Yeah, the little, little poop wow. nigga. Let's the little poop, poop nigga. nigga. Year. Poop diggity dick. Poop diggity Wow. Okay, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> wow. Hey, Corey. Want, hey, Corey. What's the porn star article though? Uh, well, we got to introduce the whole podcast. So, what game are we playing? Do you okay. guys know? Let's okay. get it. Which one? Uh, Titanfall Two. Let's go. Don't have it. Don't wow, Daryl. Yeah, really? I don't, don't have it. I don't own the fucking game. Yeah. Uh oh. All right. You go. I was like Warframe, but. It's a lot of updates, so oh, we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> that nigga did it quick. Survival? Don't have it. Like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> we got Battlefield <laughs> 1 and 4, um, Dying Light, four? which I do believe everyone do has. Let's do 4. 4, 4, 4, 4. four, right, four. I got to yeah, yeah, four, four, four. It's yeah. been a long time. I can play for the F4. I got that. Yeah. I, I, I ain't got that either. What? Nigga, <laughs> 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 Hold on. Like, damn, Daryl. When did I become African? Oh, yes. 
it right, was I gotta turn the volume wombat. down. Don't say nothing cool because I got to turn the <laughs> volume down. Oh my god, he do look like the wombat. That shit was funny as hell. He look like the wombat. In my country, wombat is very powerful creature. You're good. <laughs> Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. I love the wombat. Deborah, the wombat. you are my hero. I don't know oh, why yeah. that is joke. Why do they laugh? Wombat is most formidable yeah. creature in nature. <laughs> <laughs> the wombat Fuck. is no joke. Yo, man. It is Fuck immune you. to the venom of the cobra. Put both of your hands in your feet. Put both of your feet in your hands. Sit down. And sit down promptly. That's it where was... most of our volume come from. Sit down promptly. <laughs> Oh, if we ever go to like a fan meeting or something, niggas be bringing nah, up combat nah, from man, the wild. I'll be so happy. I'll be <laughs> so happy. My ass. I'll be taking pictures of photos. We gonna get start, you a little wombat dollar. I'm gonna get like I'm gonna get like a, like a wombat hat, like a hat with like a wombat head. Yeah, just or get you like a wombat and army fatigue. Like that would be awesome. <laughs> Like a little, <laughs> little teddy bear. You know what? It's some fan right now in South Africa making that you shit know? right now. <laughs> yeah, we it go is. over there. It is. When we get over there, the person gonna walk up to me and go, "Here you go." All right, squad mate. Um, join it. I am going to uh, get this podcast started, man. <laughs> you guys all set to go. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like the energy. We got good Hell energy. Oh yeah, well shit, y'all already know what it is. Episode 47, and we are yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'm waiting for My the day that I choke. Brother. I'm waiting for the day that I choke. It's going to happen. And when I do it, I'm running it back and I'm cutting it out. And when y'all dog me, I'm also gonna cut that out. So just a forewarning. Put your phones on silent. I heard that the dingalings. It was the dingaling ling ling ling. It was somebody dingalinging. Who dingaling? Oh, shit. Who dingaling? Who ain't in party right now? We missing somebody. It looked it's like always, Xavier. It's always Xavier. It's always Xavier. He, yeah, he, he, he usually got some food in his mouth sucking on his fingers, and he always <laughs> miss what we're doing. But look. I actually was turning the volume down on my TV. So <laughs> oh, okay. Excuse me. Excuse me. God damn. Excuse me. <laughs> wow. He came. Pour that français. Damn. He came out. He came out with the big nuts damn. energy right there. <laughs> yeah. He said, fuck y'all niggas with the big nuts. Yo, nigga, like, I was turning my TV down for your information. So y'all best chill the fuck out. Whoa. He got real close to the mic. Oh, damn. Wow. He put it, he put his nose all the way up on the pop filter yes, like this. <laughs> extra bougie with today. Well, it sounds like y'all doing good, man. Everybody doing good. Yeah. Energy is great. Um, before Xavier start flaming niggas, I'm gonna go ahead and put the get the heat up <laughs> off of me. Um, this right. week we have a dope episode, but I'm actually here to announce that we are trying something a little new this week. Um, this is a gaming uh-huh. podcast. Turn this fan off. We are a gaming podcast, and because of that, we should be doing more to update you guys on what's going on in the world. So we're going to be doing some current events, man. Some of these are going to be silly. Some of these articles is bullshit. Uh, but I'm actually going to read through some of these um, and not just 
Um, I'll sum some of it up, but I want to read the articles. They're they're fairly short. Just read them through, and then you know see what the guys think about some of the things that's going on in the world of of, of gaming. Um, and while I do this. I'm not going to be able to game. So this is before we hop in. This week, we are playing Battlefield 4, by the way. Oh, uh, won't be getting five, but yeah. Still good. A good wow. five years in, still good. How, whoa. Can we just talk about how for once in this whole podcast, me and Corey on the same goddamn wavelength? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's strange. Yo, but I mean, we are the boss dogs, day, so we do bark a lot, so. Uh, yeah, oh, that's right. That yeah. is right. Ah, that is yeah. correct. That is our that is our unofficial squad name. So, so wait, wait, wait. So so yeah. it's cool now because when I bark, y'all was shut up, nigga. It did. Y'all uh-huh. did it. It's cool. Okay. Yeah, no. We have no ignorant bark. It's the way I do it. Yeah, you like the neighborhood. Chad is the neighborhood Rottweiler. Never shut the hell up, like. I really don't appreciate it. Go ahead, Corey. Tell them what's really going on. So let me, let me get into this article. This is um, an article I stumbled across. I'm not always going to shout out the, the sources just because I don't really care. They're not really supporting us, so fuck them. Um, but I am going to read this article. <laughs> and so I stumbled across this. I want to see what you guys think. So this is talking about porn stars turn to Fortnite and other big games as brand builders. The adult stars have turned to video games as a brand builder, streaming their online gaming sessions out to the world as an incentive to lure more followers. It's all innocent, albeit scantily clad at times. Y'all know how Twitch be. Me and Chad was just watching some Twitch yesterday. That shit was crazy. That shit already exists. It does. So gaming is largely contingent on males being males. It's pretty much what this is saying. While game titles are the lore, the distribution platforms are the key, such as mainstream sites as YouTube and Amazon's Twitch. Uh, feature gaming play-by-play, and there's no rules against who can be involved. So when I when I read more into this, because I was trying to figure it out, they, they actually asked a porn star by the name of Harriet Sugar Cookie. Oh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that is. I don't like that was real close she's, to racism. She's, shit. Uh, I don't, I don't she's like, Asian. Oh. She's Asian. Uh, mm-hmm. Daryl, be careful. Your girl listen to this. So just, just be quiet for a minute. Right? <laughs> that nigga did get she Asian. Like you do it Asian like that. What the right. She hella Asian. <laughs> back back up off that mic slobbing, all right? So, <laughs> they go wow. on to say basically. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gather it. Gather Basic, it. Yeah, gather go it up. Ahead. I got to finish. Let me read this. Good. They're basically going to say, first, remember that porn stars have a lot of free time, like athletes, she said. They get paid a lot of money for a relatively short amount of work. They end up with a lot of free time. Video games are a great way to kill that time. So basically what they're doing is using video games to kind of kill whatever downtime that they have because they're not hurting for cash, but also building their brand in the meantime. I you know there's not like this. marketing companies Honestly. out there right now. So like, uh, well, there is marketing companies, but a lot of people can market themselves. You don't really need a marketing company in this day and age. Not like you used to back in the day. So basically, I wanted to pass this buck around and see what you guys thought. I will pass it to uh, Chad first. What are your thoughts when you read this? What comes to mind, man? 
is there any way that we could get in-game currency to be able to see their boot cheeks? Like, wow. is that good? <laughs> yeah, V-Bucks for titties? V-Bucks for titties. Yo, hey, yeah, I'm being innovative, man. Company that's the next step. That, though. That's the no, next step. Exactly. Bitcoin company. Giving them money for the skin yeah, so they can show some skin. That's wow. The next, that's the next step. And, uh, and my second point is, like, all right, like, they're, they're late skins to the game. Skins Because <laughs> this is how it's supposed to go anyway. They're just realizing that games are actually appealing to a larger audience, so... Yes, this is why they're jumping on board with it. Am I surprised? No, because Eddie, everybody, any girl that games has a titties pushed up to their fucking chin, wrapped in a turtleneck, poking out the top of the motherfucker, talking about some. You, you want to join my site? You don't game, bitch. That's you don't game. That's my beef. Like, my beef ain't the game. titties. My beef game. is these some non-gaming ass bitches talking about their <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, like, yeah no, exactly, it, exactly. If yeah, she was they don't, they don't for game for real, I'd be nah, with it. They, like, all right, exactly. but, yeah. but that's the if whole you point. You just trying to capitalize on my on my 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 base, <laughs> like my my gamers out here, because you know we like titties. That's not fair, man. I, I hate that shit. That's no, not cool. No, but here's here's the deal. Here's what's gonna happen. You are gonna have that girl that uh, Corey just showed me the other day when you got double mics going on and she breathing into the mic like this. Like you want you really want this? Don't ASMR. You? Yeah, <laughs> and then she tapping the mic and shit. I almost died, nigga. I almost died. I wanted to whoop somebody's ass because she was whispering into the double mics. She's crazy. Yes, that's what's going to happen. But I mean, we already know the video game industry is lucrative, but they're just getting on board with it now. So now now they're trying to go to ease into it. But we already know women with big titties have been gaming for a long time. They can't game. Mm -hmm. We know that. We've been known that. Yo, so man, my thing TV is that loud. Hold on, man. We forty seconds. What, nigga? I'm turning it down, man. <laughs> it was quiet Jesus. till we got in games. Yeah. <laughs> right. Damn. Who passed so, the buck? Pass that buck off, man. Uh, All right, man. I'm gonna go ahead, Daryl. Man, what you think, man? Because you, you, you along the same mindset sometimes. What you got, man? What you think about the whole situation, man? I'm saying. If old girl want a game and she want to use her titties to make money while gaming, fuck it. <laughs> the only way we can stop these beautiful women from exploiting this. <laughs> oh, God, I got to cut that. It's to, it's to stop them from exploiting this. That's the only way. <laughs> stop subscribing. Stop looking at them. Take the power back, which is but not going to happen. But until that happens... Hey, work your hustle, mama. That's what I'm saying. All right. That's it. Work your hustle. Work your hustle. I mean, they could be whack. That's the thing about it is that I understand your source of frustration, man, bro. Because, like, they be, what about they the be, children, man? They be whack at it. Wow. Man, fuck them kids, bro. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, you say yeah. that to, to your kids, stumble across some dude playing Twitch, working right. his meat. Yeah. And then it's a different story. Well, hey, what you want? Marina Kinshan. She got this a nigga titties out from Grinders and Kroger's to fuck them kids. Like, yeah, he had an off. Day that nigga that had an off day. <laughs> where the, the parents at, man? That's all I'm saying. Where the parents at? True, 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 yeah. true. So yeah. that's that's what I'm saying, man. I don't give a fuck. Nah, I'm saying like that if they if they if, no on, on some on some on a serious note though, seriously, like if if that's what they like to do, man, and they found a way to make it lucrative, man, fuck it. I mean, more power to them, shit. If they found a way to make that shit lucrative, they, they say downtime, make it lucrative, fine. It's just whatever. What about you, X? Um, I mean. 
it's a wild wild west like there's no they're not doing anything illegal so i mean there's not really much you can say about it i mean you may not morally agree with it but i mean they oh, are conducting themselves in the there. legal means going out there. and i mean they ain't got nothing to do and they want to fake play video games Hey, <laughs> do your thing. Hey, show your, hey, show your ass hey, while you're hey. playing Fortnite, I guess. X, I'm not fucking with you. That answer, I'm not accepting this currency right now. <laughs> I mean, like, want to shake your honest, titties, bitch? Shake right, them, shake. I, I, I can't say nothing about it. You know, I'm just going to be an eight-year-old boy playing Fortnite, looking at some big-ass titties. Like, wow. <laughs> big. Ah. Wow. I mean, you have to. That's just, but that's the reality of the situation, though. Like, wow. like we said, there's kids that play this. There's eight and nine year old kids. So it's like now kids are being exposed to not just playing video games, but you're being exposed to damn near porn at a young at a young age. Basically, yeah. basically, you know what I'm saying. But I mean, if it's legal, you know, and it makes money, they're gonna allow it. Okay. I'll be saying the titties, man. It's just that niggas don't be playing games for real. <laughs> play yeah, the games for yeah. real. Yeah, play the games. like it. <laughs> well, word, man. I just wanted to do a couple quick hits. We're not going to spend too much time on it. It's not meant to be crazy conversational. Again, we're going to keep doing this because it's fun, man. But yeah, man. I, uh, I like this. It's crazy. I don't think I gave my opinion, but um, I personally don't care. I think we, we, in Amer- we are in a place of free media, so it's nice to be able to, you know, as much as, as as we don't like to see some things, it is nice to be able to be like, you know what, I want to l- watch this or look up this and, and not be censored. And we can kind of just do whatever we want to do in America. So that comes kind of with a price. And uh, I'm willing to pay that price of going through some BS if it means I can find some really interesting things on my own. So I'm with it. I'm with it. Titties for life. Titties for right, life. I'm bet, on you, Chad. Bet, 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 bet. Oh. you all day, every day. <laughs> oh, we won that mm, shit. By some real whoa, that was close. Yeah, that was. That's why I stopped talking. My bad. I know we got a whole nother topic to get in. Y'all want to take a quick break? Quit out main menu. Take a break. What y'all want to do? Or get uh, right into it. I'm about to just grab me a squeeze or a fucking Kool Aid little jammer thingy. I'm I'm right back. I'm ready. I'm definitely uh, in like two seconds. I'm leaving that in the podcast. Hold on, y'all. I'm about to go grab a Kool-Aid jammer, and then I'll be right back, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I was about to say they squeeze They was on it. sale, man. Nigga, I was about I ain't to seen say a squeeze it. it since I was like 10, homie. So that being said, let's go right into... I'm going to just tighten this down. Let's get into the next segment, man. Xavier, man, what do we have for the topics for this week? We actually gonna run with Garsh's topic. I think this was yours. It was either yours or Daryl, but it was the uh, best and worst gaming experiences. So I will go ahead and let you take the floor, sir, and introduce this topic. What's good? Okay, recently we all got you know rewrapped into the old uh, good old GTA Five, and online there's been a you know a little bit of worry about the upcoming Red Dead Redemption because the online portion of GTA Five is mad toxic, mostly because of pay to win. And hopefully that won't carry over into the next game. But uh, I just really wanted to know what was maybe like some toxic or some really good safe spaces that y'all can tell people about where people are more inviting. And what should people look out for if they're trying to get into a new game? What what are some spaces that, you know, are like they are not nice to newcomers? Like, all I mean, 
clearly GTA Five. That is the game made for trolling. <laughs> I've never seen a game <laughs> more tell built for trolling. Mad. Did you please tell, tell them why you mad? Tell them why you mad, bro. Tell them why you mad. got air bikes <laughs> with fucking rockets on them, okay? <laughs> There's no mad. combat in that, all right? There's no combat for that. No wombat, none of that. You <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> Can't win against it, man. It's not fair. And basically, you could buy shark cards if you got like a good 50 bucks, 30 bucks, whatever the fuck it costs. You could buy that and then you'll be doing that to people. But it's, it's corny. It's corny to me. But that's why I'm mad at GTA 5. Besides that, it's actually a pretty solid game, man. Full of like a lot of cool diversions that you can do with your friends and whatnot. But man, people be trolling. Like, just, I don't know why. It's crazy. But, um, I, yeah, all right. I just want to go ahead and pass it maybe to uh, Daryl. Because I remember you said you was in a toxic environment recently. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Daryl, tell him why you mad, baby. <laughs> go. Mad, yo. <laughs> if you are. I can't stand League of Legends. <laughs> Fuck a League of Legends. Fuck a MOBA for real, but fuck a League of Legends with a sick yeah. dick, nigga. I can't stand oh. that oh. shit. Man, all right, so the reason why the, the you would think a game that is based upon teamwork would be a um a place that fosters, you know, togetherness, harmony, right. um, esprit de corps, as we call it in the military. No, nigga, you make one false move. And I mean one false move that don't go along with somebody else's plan of how to think the battle gonna go. These niggas will literally spam your chats, spam everything you got. I've seen niggas get full-on reported reported because they didn't stay in the lane that some other nigga decided they were supposed to stay in. I'm like, yo, this shit crazy, B. And then if you a newcomer, there's no such thing as a newcomer anymore. The game is old as fuck. It just keeps getting updated. So niggas been playing this game for years now, right? So niggas, what they'll do is, just to make themselves feel better about it, so niggas who've been playing for years, they'll make a secondary account using the skills that they got for playing this game for years and come and just stomp on noobs just to make themselves feel better. I mean, like, it's, it's fucking crazy. They call them, It's called smurfing. Um, as Chad would say, they got the, as Chad would say, the little dick energy. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what Chad calls it. Can you, sleep, can you define that? Use it in a sentence. When you meet, when you meet little, you got to compensate for something else. Yeah, and that's what yeah. they do. That's what they do. You know, they, they go AKA in. Napoleon complex. Yeah, yes. that that as yeah. well. This being short, but yeah, the little the little the little meat complex. So so that's that's what they do. They'll come in, they'll bully new people trying to learn the game using skill using a skill set they've developed over years and years, and and then they'll just you know they'll stomp on them and think they think it's raw. That's what killing. They think they dope for that. Man, fuck Lee. They come in on fuck level Lee. one just to kill noobs. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cheap. Yeah, that's and, and like in the, on a real account, they are fucking like. Um, they're Got they're right. technically platinum. They're platinum settings, probably level 140. You know what I'm saying as far as uh, mm-hmm. advancement. And they'll make a secondary account to come smurf and stomp on noobs who don't even know how to auto attack and last hit properly. 
Man, yeah, fuck man. league. Get, listen, okay. And fuck the okay. league community. Okay, hell, hold on. Look, let's let's break it. <laughs> hold on, hold on, man. Sorry, let me go ahead. Let's back. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna get it back. Okay, so first of all, like yeah, we gotta realize that. Cause I'm gonna bring it back. First of all, I played World of Warcraft, and that's about as trolly as you can get in a game. But the community was great because it was so many different people. But the thing that World of Warcraft did for the community was it divided them up. So if you wanted to do PvE, player versus environment, there was a server for that. If you wanted to do PvP, there was a server for that. You Fortnite, picked the server. Yeah. If you wanted that too. Or if you wanted to do role playing, like where you want to type out the people, oh my God, I was able to get your spell and it's great. Uh, like there was a hey. whole community for that. You know what I'm saying? So, out there. I love y'all, so, so World of Warcraft <laughs> broke it down to a certain point. So that's all I under, understood. Now me, personally... <clears throat> I was an asshole. So I love to jump on PvP servers, go to the lower ranked areas and fuck people up. Like that's what I was supposed so to do. You're but one of these trolls. They- You are the worst type of nigga. Hold on, hold on. You cut me off. You cut me off. Corey, Corey, edit this nigga out. Edit this nigga out. You can't do this. You bitch ass nigga. All I'm saying is there was a divide in the community within WoW, so like you can pick where you needed to be. Like, uh, fucking Grand Theft Auto, you get on, like, if niggas feeling that they need to, like, put their booty in your face, they gonna do it. Like, ain't nothing you can do about it. You can, All you can do is switch servers, and they might follow you to the next server. But, <laughs> crazy, <man. laughs> yeah, like, the shit is ridiculous, but there was a divide in WoW that actually had it. Corey played it for a little while. Like, it was, if you in a PvP contested area, nigga, you better squad up, because these niggas is coming for you. That's how it went. You know what I'm saying? So I, as far as and it was game on and sometimes people will let you go or, you know, do any other things that will let you go free. Like, OK, you know, I see you weaker, so we'll let you go. That's but that's it was more merciful people yet. in that game in other games. Not so much fucking um, Call of Duty is fucking terrible, too. Just in the Ooh, lobby when you get ready man, to load up. Man. Horrible, mm-hmm. horrible. You, fucking you remember when them niggas had that mother RC truck, bro? When they first introduced the RC truck, like you like, just in the terrible. in the lobby, wrecking these dudes <laughs> in the lobby. What is my score? So that that is my experience with with oh my God, games or or environments. Corey, man, what you uh, what Come you got on, as far bro. as environments? What do you feel? Toxic as, game uh, environments. Has, yeah, to- toxic or good. It could be positive as uh, well. As far as good goes, I would roll with uh, the Fortnite community is amazing, man. The Fortnite community was basically like I, when I first started playing there, I would be like, yo, I got to go go to these siphon pumps. If you play the PV version, you know what that is, man. I got to do this. And somebody come on, Mike, be, it'd be quiet the whole time. But somebody come on like, ah, you got to do that bullshit. I got you play. Let's go. <laughs> And then they'd be like, all right, you. make sure you recycle the siphon and don't collect on the awards. That's where everybody makes a mistake. You got to go three times through. And I was like, yo, these dudes is really like helping me out. And they're like, if you got to do it again, let's squad up next mission and let's go. I'm like, damn, these niggas is really my friends. Like, it was <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing, bro. Like, amazing. So nice. 
Now, the PvP community is a little bit more trolly, right? That's where the fuck niggas go to play. But anytime you go to the PvE servers, man, it's amazing. Everybody's helpful. Ain't nobody doing nothing whack. Every now and again, you find somebody doing something whack, but it's not to the point that it make you want to rage quit or no shit like that. So it's, it's amazing. As far as toxic communities go, I'm going to just say Xbox in general. That is the one place white people Ooh. go to say the N-word. So, I mean, I don't really yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. oh, the whole That's system, like the whole still. console? Yeah, that, whole nigga, that nigga just shit all motherfucking black motherfucker. <laughs> I would never you buy an motherfucker. Xbox. Like every like, yo, oh my fucker, god, yo, you just the killed me, fucking nigger. Oh, it's like God. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh man, they be doing that shit, dog. He like that's he not lying. Yeah, they can't wait to get that off their chest. Real quick, the Warframe community is probably the nicest community. I I've was ever about seen. to say that. Uh, I, I was about to say Warframe, Warframe is probably that was gonna be my honorable mention. Like Warframe has a well, wonderful Dale, shut community. Shut up! Let that nigga say it then. Shit. <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> God damn, the nigga about to get it out. Let him get it. Go ahead, shit. Cut that nigga straight off. No, no. Right. no they, they awesome. Bro. My bad. They, they my awesome. Bad. They tell you where to get the goods. They actually help you on your missions. It's been. I don't think I've ever seen like a nigga who just wasn't trying to be helpful in Warframe. And I believe they do got PVP, but I don't really think nobody fuck with it. But no, I but, don't. You know, they are super accommodating. Even if you like just go to the chat and you type in a Warframe where you're trying to find a certain resource or a certain blueprint, the, it's like a certain bot in in game and it will just like nicely tell you where to find the shit. Like the game is so 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 nice and accommodating, man. Probably among the top ones, in my opinion. Word. A bot? Right. Like an intelligent oh, bot man. that reads your words. Yeah, like and you will put in like where can I find alloy alloy plates and it'll be like it'll be a body like bloop, you can find alloy plates on vh mars and all these other places you're like oh, oh shit okay well that's where i'm going <laughs> like it just it just sets you, you up wow okay. that's dope a little who um who hasn't gone yet who haven't we passed to yet xavier oh, shit. xavier did you go just nigga just no i haven't went yet what is what is xavier fighting for his life i want to know xavier because you used to play a lot of online games before before we met and uh i can't think of the name of that french gears of war and shit like that so like were you yeah. able to find any games back in the day that you was like oh this is just mad they mad they dirty booty niggas out here they dirty whining <laughs> um i mean i think with gears gears had both good and bad moments i mean the bad moments with gears was uh you could glitch out some of the maps like some of the maps had holes and you can glitch out and then run around the outside of the map and basically just like snipe niggas or just come back in and, and shoot niggas without them even realizing you were even there so like that was a like troll for the longest and it took them a really long time to patch it like an extremely long time and then also too they had uh the shotgun which was like a troll like basically in the game you could sprint a certain way and and it was basically like a uh you know like the no scope shots basically but it was with a shotgun but it's like you would run really fast with like your shotgun just pointing directly out and you could just run through people basically like if you time the shot correctly you could literally run through the other player before you would even get your shot off. Like, and if you perfected that shit, bro, you would literally kill teams. Like, you would just run through niggas. Like, it was weird. What? Like, but also too on the flip side, like Gears 
you had some really good games, just some really good teams for the most part. Um, you know, I think the uh, game experience was cool. But, I mean, I was actually going to bring up 2K, and Chad actually uh, could testify to this. 2K, nigga? You want to talk about some bad gaming experiences, nigga? Niggas in 2K <laughs> be doing some woozy shit. Like, you remember, Chad, niggas, like, niggas, whack. niggas, bro, niggas will just be dribbling the ball, <laughs> and the ball will just go off their foot and just go out of bounds. Like, bro, 2K be doing some woozy stuff. Nice. Like, like niggas just don't understand. 2K can like, eat a dick. And it like niggas, bro, like, like you, you across a nigga, bro, hit the lane, have a wide open dunk. And this nigga, instead of just dunking, this nigga try to reverse and the defender be sitting right there. Like 2K has a lot of glitches too, bro. Like, like I remember when Steph Is this the newest game? No, it's been for like this. Yeah, this is like the last probably like two or three years. Um, Like y'all remember the year Steph Curry was getting all like the endorsements and TV and shit. Like mm-hmm. on that game, they had it where he could literally shoot from like anywhere in the game. Like ah, niggas would shoot like almost half court in the game, and he would hit threes like bottom of the net every time. For real? That's yeah. Boring. And then like the and then like the game developers, the game developers were like, "Well, we're trying to make it as realistic as possible, but you know, it's it's just kind of hard to gauge because he's really making crazy shots." Like y'all remember that year where he was just on TV everywhere because he was just throwing the ball up and it was going in. Like in the game, they had it like that, except like Corey literally every time you shot the ball. It went in like it, he never missed. It never <laughs> hit the rim. It just hit bottom of the net. Wow! Like it was like a glitch, basically, damn near. Like he didn't miss. Wow! Damn. Mm. They should. I don't know. They should find ways to make that a little bit better. But I'm sure that's what game developers do, man. But they trying to make it accurate. And if that niggas, that nigga making shots, he making shots. I mean, what are you gonna say? You know what I mean? But yeah, he, at the he same was, time, he was people's picking that team and then being talking shit. Like, they should be able to just cut your mic off if you pick the Golden State Warriors. Like, you're not allowed to oh, talk no poof. trash. Niggas <laughs> would be online about. talking big shit. Like, niggas would be like, oh, I just bombed you 20. And I'm like, nigga, you shot 43s, nigga, and only missed like 10. Like, like what do you mean? You're supposed to win. Like, you know, but I mean, I guess I feel like all sports games have those uh, type of glitches. Like, I don't know if y'all really play a lot of sports games back in the day, but like y'all remember when Michael Vick was like that nigga, like on Madden, I think 2000, his speed was like 99. Like you could never sack Michael Vick. Like y'all could go look up YouTube to this (laughs) right now. Like people will be scrambling for days with Michael Vick, never getting touched and then make touchdowns. Like, yeah, he was unstoppable. And then I think uh, the year the Patriots went undefeated with Randy Moss. Randy Moss caught everything with Tom Brady throwing him the ball. Wow. I feel like sports games have this issue a lot because, like you said, they're trying to gauge realism based off of, I guess, someone's skill set, and it's kind of hard to gauge. But those are just my my list, y'all. Okay, okay. It's a good list, actually. I forgot about 2K. I guess you can throw Madden right. in there with that two then. Because the same things happen. I've seen some amazing, raging Madden clips. All so that. Yeah. I took my brother to hoop with me today, right? Yeah. <laughs> this nigga uh, that I normally hoop with, his name Ricky. My nigga, my nigga L did this nigga how Ricky got did on Boys in the Hood. This nigga L was putting like eight points on his head every game. Like, bro, the gym was clowning this nigga at the end. We're like, we was like, Ricky! Ricky! <laughs> <laughs> like, like, 
I think to end the game, bro, like my brother hit this nigga with an in and out move and pulled back and this nigga like kind of like stumbled back and then he hit the three in his face and then just looked at this nigga and I was like, oh my God, like, and he was, he, I know he was feeling like shit. This nigga was like, like 29 and just got baked up by like a 17 year old. Yeah, that's what <laughs> you said. God. That nigga going to college for this shit. That's why. That's why we play, nigga. <laughs> we going to college. I got a scholarship, nigga. Like that's what the fuck bro, is happening, bro. He he fried that nigga up. Fried that nigga like some chicken. Mm. Every game. And the funny thing is, his teammates was like, "Hey, bro, you want to switch?" He's like, "No, nah, I'm good, bro." You know when a nigga really sick? Like, "No, nah, I'm good, bro. I got him. I got him." <laughs> like, no, you don't, but you don't. Nigga. But you don't. <laughs> your brother, your brother, your brother right here cooking niggas on the humble in and out step back three. <laughs> Nigga, like, God damn! <laughs> I wish I'd have been there. Woo, 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 woo. I would have been on the side Bro. doing so much shit. Woo! Nigga, uh, niggas, uh, niggas was on his team was shaking their head like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are we in the same server? Uh, I don't think we all together. I might need to back out. It's just me and you, Corey, in here. Yeah, I backed out. Okay, okay, okay. Let's back okay. out. My bad. Dang, man. We oh, I mean to interrupt y'all and oh, shit, but we snacks. definitely going to get back into this motherfucking podcast. <laughs> all right. The next topic better be good, Xavier. Uh, so I'm punching this shit out you next time I see your drunk ass. <laughs> wow. Physical violence, bro. That shit got escalated. Mm. <laughs> hey. Hey, X, I'm not helping you, nigga. I'm not helping you. <laughs> the hate. The hate. Mm. Ah, I got to get the new money. Dog yeah. Me. Yeah. Dog me. Okay. Well, the next topic, how, how, sir. Okay, Are we going now? You wait, hold on, man. You gotta tell ready. us one, two, three, go. He ain't ready. You got one, two, three, right, go. Wait, I wasn't <laughs> ready. Right, one, two, three, go. No, no, no. Wait, two, one. Wait, no, no. no. <laughs> wait, <laughs> we all aren't in the same squad. Hold on, let's all get yeah. in the same squad again. Let's, let's that's what I'm saying. Like, are we ready? Like, niggas, we not. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we're gonna get right back into it. I said, "Hold on, man, nigga, hold up, hold up." Y'all niggas kept calling. I'm like, "No, stop." As a matter of fact, I I graduated cum de la. <laughs> like, nigga, hold on, hold up, just give me a minute. <laughs> that shit ain't funny, nigga. Yeah. Give it to nigga I, I didn't know. I didn't know he was gonna. No, man, it wasn't funny. It wasn't funny because it was true, nigga. That's it. <laughs> this uh, shit real. Where Daryl at? Is Daryl back? I've never left. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, go. All right, now, now wait, no. Good. The squad, the squad, the squad, the squad. You can do the squad. Let go ahead, go ahead, X, Mister, Mister right. Doctorate. Go ahead, get it. I'm about to flame this thing. <laughs> go ahead, nigga. Go ahead, nigga. Get, go and flame that Goldberg looking ass nigga. Go ahead, nigga, bro. Uh, damn, nigga. Right. Like, go ahead. So, 
Uh, the other this, this next topic, uh, it really came about because I was just really seeing all the stuff going on with the Barbies. You know, you know how me and Corey be going at these Barbies hard. But uh, mm-hmm. like Nicki Minaj basically <coughs> just been complaining a lot about her album sales. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if y'all been really up to date with mm-hmm. that. But, you know, the boy Travis been doing his thing. It's a great album. Um, but she just been kind of whining. So it really just kind of made me think, like, do album sales and music, like, do they even really matter anymore? Or... Mm-hmm. Is it just like superficial? Um, so I actually want to hear your opinion first, Corey, since you're the music guy, um, as well as, you know, I know you be coming at the barbs. So, you know, mm. who's yours, man? That was definitely you on the Twitter account, not me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did have to try to get in there and defend it. That was bad. That was bad. We shouldn't have said shit. That shit got retweeted like 70 times. It was gay niggas coming at us. It was, it was crazy, man. Oh, no. Yeah, what no, happened? Oh, yeah. 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 oh yes. Holy shit. It was shit. ready for war. Let me, Let me just say, I do not be messing with our Twitter. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Garcia. Hey, don't be disassociating yourself with the whole group. This is a collective oh, unit. No. We oh, all no, die. Man. Bad boys for life. Hey, we yeah. ride together. We die together. <laughs> all right? You better Come get on, in man. there. It's Y'all can't be staring us off the cliff, man. As, uh, and Chad, Joint Squad, as far as record sales go, how can I equate this? Um, some people have the mentality and the mental tenacity to be okay with the fact that they make good music that changes people's lives, and that's good enough. Um, and those artists are usually independent. They don't buy into 360 deals. They don't do all the craziness because it's not about necessarily the money but the message. And they trace, they stay true to their art form. And um, when we start talking about people who reach a certain number of fandom and gain a certain level of traction, what ends up happening is I think you become used to something. And when you get used to something, when you don't achieve that, you get upset with yourself. You know what I mean? And that happens with all of us. If we go through a class, let's say in college, since y'all in school, I use it as as an example, and you've been getting all A's on your test, and then you get a B, deep down you feel like, well, damn, I I messed this one up. But that's not really what happened, you know what I mean? Like you just didn't do as well as you normally do. But in your mind, when you're used to something being so consistent over a long period of time, like you always sell a million records your first week, and then all of a sudden that changes to something way less than that, you start to feel a certain way. But the but the thing you got to remember is like record sales now are so, so finicky. It's like 10, I can look up the numbers. It's something crazy. Um, the oh, RIAA, like- yeah, it's like the, the RIAA has set the standard to like, um, I think that's the acronym. I don't know if somebody correct me if not. Um, but uh, they've set the standard to like 10 streams equals a sale. <laughs> of a single or something like that. So mm-hmm. like things are so different now with streaming that the standard is changing. So it's not that everyone is not listening to your album, maybe not even in the same amount. They might be listening to the exact same amount, but it counts differently now. 
You know what I mean? We have the ability to go to Apple Music and we don't have to buy the album. Like, do you remember I bought Chad Kevin Little's album just to listen to uh, <laughs> Turn Me On, or Sorry, that song? excuse me. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, go ahead. That yeah. was the yeah, only I reason I, I gave that nigga $10. I said, this song is so fire to me, I will spend $10 on it. Now you don't have yeah. to do that. And now people are starting now to see don't. the chinks in their armor. Like, having one smash hit ain't enough no more. So... That's yeah. where I think that the numbers game, you got to be careful. And, and, and Nikki has to be careful with her mentality about numbers. Like, yeah, you're not doing. Yeah, it looks crazy. But how many people are still showing up to your concert? How many? How much merch are you selling? You know, so that's mm -hmm. that's my thoughts. X. I don't know if you agree with that. You know, what I mean, I'm gonna pass it right back to you. Do you agree with that kind of thing? I don't I don't because you're big on music as well. So. Um, I actually was reading Karen Silva's, um, like her blog, like she had, uh, this particular debate on it too. So I was just reading like what different people were saying. Uh, you did have some folks saying what you were saying, bro, as well as you did have some folks saying that, um, you know, if you came up in a certain era back when you actually had to sell physical copies, you know, this back, you know, in the Jay-Z and the Nelly area, um you know back in those days people were saying record sales actually mattered because you know hove always said it what nobody's selling but but pimp juice in us you know back in them days like nelly sold a lot of physical copies you know country grammar sold literally 10 million copies whereas like you said to net like in today's time it's like it's not really about projects anymore it's just more so about making uh songs uh as available as possible like think about it cardi didn't have an album for almost two years she just had what three songs out yeah like and that was it and that's kind of like what we're starting to see now like uh what's the one guy uh yeah, chad uh me and you always be joking about um um gumbo the gumbo song yeah. who is that uh, six nine uh, six nine yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. gumbo yeah <laughs> like no, I'm serious, yeah, that, that nigga, yeah. Chad put me on like three songs. Those three songs go like, yeah, dude, yeah. like I, I don't listen to his albums, but those three songs no, like they're know. available for me to listen like at will when I want to like and I work out to them. But them three songs, Chad was like, nah, bro, check these out. I was like, damn, these shits are dope. I don't really like his music. Like, but them three songs are dope as shit. So, like, you know what, what I'm saying? you like, do, though, because you like them yeah, three yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I, I like those three songs. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? It's just now, like, it's not... People don't really buy music anymore. They just nah. are like, oh, I'm going to get a... I'm going to either stream it for free or I'm going to get a membership. So, well, it's when like... you can buy shit a la carte, there's no real reason to buy a whole album. Because niggas' whole albums don't usually be raw. Like, it's rare you see yep. a damn where yep. it's like, fuck it, I'm copping this whole joint. But I've, I've been doing that on a minute now. I just recently bought some shit from uh, who was like Travis Scott or something. And it's like, eh, I'm not really a huge Travis Scott fan, but oh, this song goes like I actually kind of like it this way. The only thing I don't see where Nicki Minaj is really having a problem is because it's like if you don't sell albums, why not just push your merch more? Why not push other other aspects of what you got going? Like, that's why it really helps when it's like you just not. Uh, a, a rapper like you know you gotta have some other shit jumping off Amen. and like and and nikki should definitely be good at this because she taps into a lot of different demographics with her poppy music and her rap music like so it should be no no problems with her getting these sales man bitch drop a mixtape where you just rap nigga for those people who want that and then they'd be hop back on the bandwagon like you know it's ways to to boost them numbers and i feel like she ain't even been doing it 
in fact, the only time I done seen Nikki now is like now. Like, where's she been at? She got dogged by Cardi. I mean, not Cardi. She got dogged by uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, Remy Ma. Remy Ma. Remy, Remy. Yeah. And then she went quiet. Yeah, like, but you want to know what Garcia? She actually yes. has been um around doing her promo, but her promo has just been her just like being crazy with the antics. Like if y'all have seen yeah. like what's been going on in hip hop, like she just been like asshole. ranting. And being like an asshole on interviews, like all her interviews, all she's been doing is complaining and ranting and just being like, oh, like this is political. Or I don't have the number one album and blah, blah, blah. But the crazy thing is like she's still she sold 200,000 physical copies. Like the thing is, uh, artists of her stature shouldn't even really be caring about this they because like we shouldn't. just because because like you just said Corey, it's more about selling singles it's not about selling projects anymore people just sell singles but she actually still sold 200 and 200,000 physical copies like nigga you're still like you said garcia you're still Nicki minaj nigga you still sell albums bro That's like insane. it's just yeah. she didn't sell what she's used to selling like Corey said she's used to i'm she's used to literally clearing eight hundred thousand you first can't week. be mad you know what i mean seven hundred thousand it's gotta change uh, your method, first week like, yeah. you know what i mean like you know like those were her numbers i just i think like you know i mean well, how do you feel about it daryl I just feel like she got set in her ways. You know what I mean? Like she's expecting, she said that the expectation, she had an expectation. It didn't come to fruition. So now she got an attitude about it. You know, and like you said, she's been all, all on the, on the blogosphere, you know, ranting and complaining and, and stuff like that. I mean, well, what did, what did Jada say? Change the style up, learn to fight softball, change uh -huh. something up. Something apparently didn't go right. Something didn't go right. Well, it went right. Like you say, you, she sold hella copies. Something went right. Something just didn't go the way you wanted it to. So apparently you're not talking to the same people. Find out what language they speak in and speak that language. There you That's go. That. I love it. Like that. Yes. Hell yeah. There go Daryl. There he is. Good morning, nigga. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What about that, you, I couldn't Mr. have said it better. That's Mr. Perfect. Chad, Mr. Jokester, funny guy. Wow, wow. <laughs> I'm the funny guy. Yeah, I'm the funny man. I'm the funny guy. I'm the funny guy. No, man, I just wanted to um, define the question because we got in on Nikki. Like, what are we what are we defining here? Are you saying that um, we don't do numbers, do numbers, do numbers really matter at the end of the day when we're we're speaking on like quality music? Absolutely or, not. No, absolutely Fame not. Equates into money after a you while. Like saying? Nikki like, will never go broke at this point. Yo, you know I, what I'm saying? Like, there, there are many for? people. There are many people that haven't gotten Grammys that Why can't that I have brand? good music that have good quality shit to to offer to the world. So, am I to say like they are not any more relevant than the next? Like, no, but they they offer something. Oh shit. They offer something to the world, you know what I'm saying? Like I can't say like you know Macklemore winning a Grammy over Kendrick Lamar, like, eh. you know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? Like, um, Good Kid, Mad City was a fucking oh. great album, you know what I'm saying? Like that ooh, shit was like he ooh. and he won oh over him, God. you know what I I'm saying? Our own dude. <laughs> oh. So yeah, go ahead. <laughs> he said, oh. I don't I don't think it matters at all though. I, I don't I don't think it matters at all. Like it's all in perspective in perspective oh, of who likes the music and who rocking with it. Like cause everybody has a cult and they come together and they support their cult no matter what. Mm -hmm. That's it. So 
I like that's, all of you guys' points, though. Um, I pretty much agree uh, yeah. with everything as well. I think that's kind of been the uh, consensus of late. Uh, but I mean, also too to just make one more point on Nikki. Uh, I think Daryl, you said uh, what Jada Kiss was speaking on. Maybe she should change up her style. Um, I forgot the girl's name. I think she worked for Karen Silver uh, for a bit, right on her blog. But she said that about Nikki. She was like, "You're getting older. You're 35 years old. You're 36. Like you can rap. <laughs> like rap about some more mature content. You know what I'm saying? Like she was saying, like rap about like your heartbreak." You know, you just broke up with somebody you was with for 10 years, rap about your struggles. Like, we know you got money. We know you sell records. We know you're the king bitch. Like, we know you're the queen bee, but like rap about some other stuff. Like, you have the capability and the stardom to do that now because of the amount of records you've sold. Like, no one, like, you can actually go be creative and do what you want to do now. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one's gonna, no one's gonna be like, don't do this. Like, you've proven already that you can sell. They like just want to be just such shit. surface level rappers, and that should be killing me. They don't be rapping about nothing, and they think they can just keep getting away with the shit forever. Like, nigga, who yeah. are you after a while? That's why Little Wayne ain't came back because he was like, he was only surface level. Like, he is his gimmick. That's it. Like, he he could have rapped about some real shit after a while, but it's just like yeah. he just didn't. Very true. <laughs> he didn't. Yeah, and I, I always said that. Nicki Minaj's career is going is going to follow Wayne's path like Wayne didn't completely like disappear like he still jumps on features he kills them but I think that's how her career is going to go because her audience is going to eventually just kind of move on like your punchlines and stuff are going to always remain the same like it's never gonna it's never gonna change you know like nothing is going to ever change like you'll still kill features but like your albums and stuff like people will stop buying them you know what I mean like I think the honestly the best thing you can do is grow with your audience, man. Change your style up, take a chance. Yeah, yeah. Like and I, 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 I commend. Oh man, like you saying uh, people Wayne. like Eminem and shit, like because yeah, he his felt, last he album didn't, it he didn't go so action. well. But now he has something to really to, to get better off of. He got something that he want to you know make up again. You know what I'm saying? It could be a good thing to not do great, and she need to just take it as that. Like okay, all right, what do, what do they want from me if they not you know buying it now? She's looking at this shit all wrong, and she's still yeah. making money. Like there's nothing to complain about. Yeah, yeah, like That's your core saying. fans I don't, I don't when you were it. twenty, when you were twenty three and you came into the in the into the game, like and now you're thirty five, like your fans also grew up, so they're yeah. not trying to be like lick this cooter with this booty, put this pussy on his forehead. Like that's not all right. That was cool mm-hmm. when you was like young, <laughs> but like you a grown ass woman now. Like you know what I'm saying? Beyonce's not making the uh-huh. same music she was. She's not a survivor no more, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, right. Like right. making music about being married and having being a mom, mother. having yeah, been cheated with on, still being good example. Still trying to He's be rapping about some real shit, <laughs> like growing up. Like, like he got a kid now. He mentioned that. Like that's uh, what's up. Grow up. <laughs> and you. And the crazy thing is, you mentioning Beyonce is even as she got older, her her music it stayed directed towards women, but it got it, it matured. Remember, she started Ow. talking about more. Um, um and empowering women and just like different stuff you know like she actually started talking more about love like her music you remember like when they were younger it was more like sexual sexual and then when she got older it was like she was actually talking about like making love to her husband like dance for you that shit is dope like play that shit 
winging in some buns. Like that shit is dope. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit is live. Like and the video is amazing. Uh, but back to the point. Uh, yeah, man, she just she's Wayne. You said it best, Garcia. That was a good point, bro. That was a good mm-hmm. comparison. She's Wayne, bro. And I hate it because we was in high Wayne school. Wayne can't come on the track talking about the, pussy, pussy, bro, pussy. Wayne like, was that the best rapper. Fly, That's the craziest thing. <laughs> Wayne was the best rapper at one point in time. Like there was no mm-hmm. debate. Wayne oh, was the sure. best. Yeah. Like what? if the niggas was like Wayne, Wayne ain't the best. Like nigga, what? You'd be like Carter too. Listen to it right now. Front <laughs> that to back. That nigga said, like, "I am hip hop." And niggas was like, "Huh, kinda lightweight, yeah." He really is. He, he really is. Huh? Like that nigga was melting mics, but it was just like niggas got older, and it was like this nigga is still talking about the same shit. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be growth. I will give an obscure answer though. Um in terms of uh you know what makes a good record um i'm going to go as far as to say your 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 team and what i mean by that who is your producer and who is your engineer and mm-hmm. how long have you been rocking with them case in point if i've been working with a guy for this is my first time working with him i'm not going to say nothing to him if his lines is butt tell me how i'm supposed to breathe with no air because I'm more worried about building a return customer, right? So I'm just going to uh-huh. do the best that I can from an engineering standpoint. It's not till we build a rapport before I go, hey, hit that line again. That I know you can hit that harder than that. Hit it like you did an XYZ song. Or, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like, I don't think this beat is where you need to be. Like, you don't sound fire on these beats. You sound better on XYZ kind of beats. Like, it's a minute before you get to that point. So who's are you constantly changing your team? Are you sticking with the same team? Who's your engineer? Is your engineer dope? Does he care about the way your music sounds, or is he just trying to get your paycheck? Like, there's a lot that goes into, you know what I'm saying, like making these records. When you look at Kendrick and TDE, all their shit is tight. You know what I'm saying? And Ali is hooking them niggas up. Now, notice I know his engineer by name. You know what I'm saying? Because he's in there making everything sound great, bro. Amazing. I'm sorry. No, you good. You good. I'm going to just cut you out. Um, (laughs) But he's in there making everything sound amazing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, who's, who's your team? Who's producing your beats? You know what I mean? Is it Timbaland? Or did you buy it off of off of a website? You know what I'm saying? So... That has a lot to do with it as well. That's just uh, coming from an engineer. I know that's an expected answer, but you know what I'm saying? Your engineers and your producers, bro, your team is really who who can make or break you. So, you know, it could be that Nikki is forever changing teams. I mean, Safari was in the booth helping her. You know what I'm saying? And now he's not there. Uh So how much of an impact did that have? And then they broke up. So not only did they have a loving working relationship, they they don't see each other at all anymore. Now she got to watch him be with all these other people on love and hip hop. How's that affecting the music? You know what I'm saying? Team is is different, and now you got to watch your one of your best friends. Yeah, made a good song about it. Dog me. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, a lot of people have made some of their best music in pain. I say this Uh all the time, and I know niggas look at me weird, but Mary J. Blige, bro, her best music was when she was going through. The realness, I ain't gonna go in and all of that, but she was going through some shit. But all them early '90s albums was fire. Mm-hmm. But speaking, I feel of like artists, the best music is made um, out of pain for sure, because it's relatable. Of, um, what's up, <laughs> speaking of uh, artists that actually 
um, like change styles and try to grow and do different creative stuff. Uh, I wanted to ask Daryl and Chad, bro, have y'all heard y'all boy Gambino's new project? Ooh, what do you got going? Nah, I heard some I'm of the new I'm tracks. Too. I heard some yeah, of the new tracks EP. off V. Yeah, he is. I like Gambino because he is like, I mean, he's the reverse Drake. He has a chameleon style, but he doesn't copy off anybody else. He just changes when he fucking feels like it. This track, I'm going to sing. This track, I'm going to harmonize. This track, I'm going to hit you with some of the hardest bars you ever heard. And this yes. track, I'm going to mumble. I'm going to mumble for half the fucking song. Why? Because the second verse, I'm going to come on and hit you with some more bars. And I'm going to do all of this on the same project and shrug right. about it. Right. That's what I'm saying. When you get up there, get ignorant Nigga, with it. What? Put out some shit you want to put out. Like some right. shit you really was thinking about. Like, And it's like, man, this ain't going to sell. But it's dope, though. Like, do that song. I want to hear that song. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> You got to do what you feel at the end of the day, man. Don't worry about the industry or what everybody pressure you to do. You got to make that shit organically come out of yourself, man. Like, nobody should be able to control that. Nope. Yeah, that's the that's the that's where the real shit comes from. That's where the Grammys mm-hmm. come from. Everything that's that that space. And if I'm gonna be for real about it, like if I'm be real about it, my favorite people don't really sell. <laughs> I, I like the art. I like the art form. My favorite people don't sell that well. Gambino started selling well recently, but I mean, Camp with Camp just did all right. Camp did all right. It did all right. Camp did okay. But like my face, my favorite people they don't they don't sell like uh um uh, it's gonna kill me now futuristic he's all independent he doesn't sell that well he's an amazing rapper Devon Terrell all independent oh yeah that nigga's he dope he that nigga's that so well. dope <laughs> and the way that nigga be harmonizing yeah, <laughs> that nigga yeah. yeah you, 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 you never you never be what the difference is yeah, I don't get what he would. He said, "Yeah, he said, yeah, he said, yeah." Yeah, I like, I like him. Oh um, but the difference he is, he, he has way less fans than Nicki, but every single one of his fans is buying the record. They're not buying just a single. All of his fans are buying yes. the records. Yeah, that is the correct because fans. Because you know what, futuristic, oof, futuristic yeah. last album, I bought it. I, before I even heard it, I bought. I heard one track and bought the Stop. whole album. Uh, when they did Coast to Coast, when they both collabed, oh, that was I good. bought the album. Coast that Coast album was so good. Um, oh, I, I like uh, what's his name? Logic started just recently started selling when he ended, but like for a while he wasn't selling like crazy. I like his albums when he wasn't selling all that great. Um, what got the Def Jam and start selling? Yes. That nigga sells records too. Yes, I mean, he does. He sells. Hell he sells, but he sells. He sells now, but he didn't before. You know, I, I like I like a lot of the guys I like. I listen to heavy. Don't sell that great. I mean, he has a niche market, though. I mean, it's like it's like uh, what you were saying, Corey, about the merchandising and all that type of stuff. I, I think I was listening. I forgot what episode it was, but I was listening to Joe Button's podcast and Rory and then we're talking about it. And uh, Joe said it. he was like, dude, he's he was like, dude, you don't have to be a big famous star uh, to have concerts like he was like, or go to big or go to big arenas. He's like, you just need to know your fans. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got people like Erica Badu, bro. Erica Badu don't really go on concert, but Erica Badu will randomly pop up at just lounges in different cities and put on shows. And I'd be sick when I miss them because that's a Badu. Like, think about it. We're talking about Erica Badu, bro. This is a legend. Like, she could go to a bigger venue, but no, she knows her audience. She knows herself. Like, she just goes to just random lounges and yeah, you just get like a time. full concert in there. And her fans, 
if some if some if her hardcore fans if they if it was like a hundred dollars at the door niggas would be like bet yeah <laughs> because right. that's you know what yeah, i mean like she yeah, has hardcore yeah. niche fans like uh i forgot what j cole did but he did something like that um i want to say when he had dropped uh forest hills drive i remember him having uh didn't he have like a listening party or something for mm-hmm. his fans remember i forgot what it was oh yeah at the house remember he had tons of people like tons i forgot how many people he had come to the crib get the listening party at the crib like he could have did just you know he did a concert later but he didn't have to do that it's just he knows his fans he knows his music he knows how to reach his core market and that's just all it's about like you don't have to as long as you know your core market and how to reach him you're good yeah Oh, that's the name I had on to my tongue. Joyner Lucas. Joyner Lucas doesn't sound that well, but he's amazing. Uh, amazing lyricist. Amazing lyricist. Like, oh, most right. lyricists don't ever sell. They, they have to know their niche market. They got to. They have to know their niche market because most, most people don't like to think when they listen to music. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, I mean, that's at least now. That's kind of sort of thing. They don't like to think anymore. That's me personally. I, I, like that. I think people buy vibes more than they buy lyrics. They, they like the vibes, man. They just Very like true. turning up, which I do too. I get it. I get it. But you gotta you gotta mix it up. You gotta be diverse. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Lupe's problem. He was super lyrical and his vibe just wasn't wasn't there. I guess I, I still like I still blast I, li- I blast uh the cool on my way to work yesterday. Hell yeah, the cool went hard, nigga. <laughs> I love the cool. I, I blasted um Enemy of the State. His mixtape he came out of it after the cool. That shit was horror, horror. Hi, bro. Yeah, up top. Yeah, I know. I he's way, with the he's way up there. He feels blessed. Yeah, he is. No, they're dropping with the helicopters. Shout out to Corey. <laughs> snipe this nigga, bro. Y'all want to play this stupid game? Bet. They're not even shot me through the bases. They're not even getting the bases. We got the bases, but y'all want to play this game? Bet. That's right. Right. We got this one in the bag, I believe. Oh, yeah. They they don't. They ain't playing. Yeah, let's head over to D. It, oh, no, no. Don't head to D. But no, I mean, I'm I'm happy y'all had them points though. I just really wanted to run it with y'all on that one. I was just kind of curious. Um, I do I do feel like more casual fans. I feel like people that are more about the like science and the fame and all the clout. I do feel like those people are more prone to be like, oh, where he went platinum. You know, I feel like casual fans. I feel like they use numbers to determine whether they should listen to something or not. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you know yeah, how like yeah. a lot of times. Like people will be like, "Oh, girl, did you hear SZA?" And you'd be like, "Nigga, you don't really listen to SZA. You heard that shit on the TV show, and you seen it on Jimmy Kimmel, and you was like, i 'I'm gonna listen to her.' Like, shut your ass up. Like, true. I mean, a lot of you people know. just take the time out to find hard shit. Like, unless you like a music kid, no, you're not gonna take that time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people are just casual. Like, that's why the radio exists. A lot of people mm-hmm. are casual fans. Or now with Apple Music, you know, Apple Music is just have today's top 100, what, like, Corey, like, Pop Hits or Chat or something, like those those playlists they got. It'll be yeah. what, like, something like that. And then you got literally all the top Billboard hits on a playlist. Yeah. And those are for casual fans. Like, I work with a girl like that. She don't be knowing no type of artist. But she's like, oh, yeah, I like that song. I like that song. I like that song. And I'm like, you don't listen to that, nigga. <laughs> But she do though. <laughs> Should I bleep that name? Do I need to bleep that name? Yeah, bleep that. Okay, name all right. Show. Hold on, bleep name. Hold on, bleep <laughs> the name. I don't need no problems from. <laughs> Say bleep that. Uh, 
she's a very uh never mind <laughs> I didn't think you adding to it. Chill, yep, chill. Yep. Just, just relax, <laughs> man. I'm a bleep. I already said I was gonna bleep it. I don't need you to try to cover it up. Don't cover up the bleep. It's bleep. It's done. Oh, blew up that vehicle. But no, nah, this is why I don't even really have music combos though, because a lot of people are casual fans. You know what I'm saying? I just like what I like, man. If oh, I yeah, find some yeah. shit I like, nigga, I'm just like it. <laughs> hey, X, man. Maybe you should just like try to start educating folk, man, because I I used to say the same shit about like comic books, comic books and superhero shit, because as soon as the superhero shit with mainstream movies started coming out, motherfuckers wanted to just try to tell me how about superhero origins and whatnot. I'm like, yo, nigga, shut the fuck up, nigga. I was the one getting clowned, okay, for reading Ghostwriter in class, nigga. Okay, shut the fuck up. You don't know shit. And, like, and then I had to, had to change up my whole mindset about it. Like, yo, this is how they found out about it. You know what I mean? They're they trying to get into it, too, and they're they passionate. So maybe I should just school them, you know what I mean, as opposed to getting defensive about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe you just maybe you should change it up how you how you deal with the people who are casual music listeners. Because I, I, I've kind of fallen into that, that, that kind of demographic as well. Because I like what I like, and I'm kind of sort of set in my ways, like an old head, I guess. Um, a lot. I I think I don't even give like new guys a chance most of the time now, like because I don't like. You're a music snob, bro. That's what you are. You're a music snob. You're not a casual. Mm-hmm. You're a music snob. Okay, I, I I can get with that too. I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> no, I, like I mean it is. No, but, but there's a, no, oh, you don't like though. the sound of that real oh, shit, huh? You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> though, like you know, like those music snobs where it's like they only really listen to what you know pop culture considers like the golden era of hip hop. Like they're like, oh, I only listen to Jay and Nas oh. and and Big L and you mm-hmm. know and Method Man and you know mm-hmm. like you got people yeah. out there like that. Like For and sure. it's just they're old heads. Like think about it. Like you remember when like funk flex and all of them like when the mumble rappers blew up you remember all these old heads were dragging these kids like they were dragging these niggas like i mean i i was even the music snob to a degree if it wasn't for Corey, bro like i wouldn't even opened up to uh just being like okay uzi is creative like i ain't messing with all that double shit this thing going right now but no not at all Corey, Corey was like no bro like he got some harmonizing like for real and then like i remember when the green guts came out with for real i was like all right this nigga like this nigga got something you know what i'm saying but at first i was just like man i ain't messing with them littles you know what I mean? But it's just like, I think it's just some of it's music snobness. But I mean, I think you're right, though. I mean, a lot of times I don't really get mad at the casual folks. It's just like, to a degree, we're all biased because, like you said, we like what we like. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's That's like, okay. and the thing is, I'm not, I am not, it's not that I'm saying I'm not open to listening to some new shit. Because every once in a while, I'll surprise even Garcia. And Garcia is really open to a lot of new shit. And like, uh, I, what song was it? Then nigga Garcia was shocked that I knew it because it was it was still <laughs> brand new. And I heard it on Pandora on the off the humble working out one day. Oh, there's that yeah yo. All I know is yeah, yo. It was forever ago. For, uh, it was All forever know, ago. Yeah, yo. You like nigga, you know that song? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I kinda hey, cool. like, random with the word. I, li- I like that shit. And you was like, oh man, I ain't that that's definitely not your type of music normally. I'm like, no, <laughs> you're absolutely correct. But that nigga came on hard and he was harmonizing and he had something to say. Like <laughs> he was talking about bullshit, but he had something to say. You know, he was he was just killing it. He had the right Jeez. energy. Guapo. Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs>
that's my shit. <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the reason I catch some of these newer cats though is I watch videos. I watch a lot of music videos recently, and sometimes I'll just find some new shit, and I'm like, all right, what is this nigga about? No, no, I definitely agree with that. Um, real quick, as we wind down on this topic, we had 81 minutes. Um, and we still got the testimonial from, I think, oh, Xavier's next. X? Yeah. Yeah, X. yeah, Xavier and myself or is next. you? That, that was real How weird. How did you interview your fucking self? I think Chad. He had Nick Podell do it. He had Nick Podell do it. He had like really? four different voices. Nah, it was didn't. like six niggas in the room. No, he didn't. Oh my God, that would have been hard. All right, well then, Corey. Yes, Corey, what do you think? Oh, well, no, I'm still going to ask him first. <laughs> like, that should have been crazy, nigga. Yeah. And then right, Nick Corey, with six you, voices. Tell, you, tell us how you really feel. Well, all right, then I'll tell you how I really feel. <laughs> would have been wild, oh, man. Sure. I probably could have got him to do it too, but uh, nah, I just... Uh, probably... Probably. I think um I think either me and Xavier next, but I just wanted to say that we in case you guys might just be catching this and didn't listen to those episodes because the subject matter wasn't for you, on the ends of our last few episodes, I've been adding just um I call them testimonials, but just a little uh quick hits about us. They like 10, 15 minute interviews with each cast member, um, just kind of talking about uh ourselves and how we got into gaming and kind of how we made it essentially to this podcast so um if you get a chance um if even if you don't like the subject matter check out the ends of the episodes because they have been really cool um to find out about some of the guys that i've been rocking with for years and i'm still finding stuff out so um check it out if you guys get a chance it's it's, it's, it's real dope so that's i just want to end on that we still rocking with the testimonials um yeah buddy Last episode yeah. was me and good old Daryl. So if y'all want to know more about us, man, be sure to check that out, man. It's a little more to man, it. You shouldn't you included me in that. Niggas don't care about me, nigga. You can't <laughs> shut the fuck up, Shut your ass up, bro. <laughs> As a man who fought for this country, it don't matter if they want to hear it, they gon' hear it. Nigga, shut the oh, fuck up. Yeah. No, Stop acting Much like Eeyore from Pooh. Alright, guys. <laughs> 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 No one loves speaking of uh, fighting, no speaking of fighting for the country, uh, uh, can I do a quick shameless plug? Yeah, man. Okay. Sure. Um, next episode of Combat with a Veteran will be the follow-up to Warhammer Vermintide 2, which will be the conclusion of that. Uh, the following episode, I have an extra special guest coming on Combat with a Veteran. For my next episode, I'm doing a gameplay of a game called Scum, a survival game. And I'm going to be playing with not only a battle buddy of mine from the military, I'm playing with the man I shared a bunk with in basic training. His name is Nathan. His name is Nathan. Um, we call him Holes. They call me Smooth. They call him Holes. We'll talk about that while we play. But uh, it should be interesting. And he's a it's a pretty goofy fucking dude. So it should be pretty funny too. I'm hyped about that. That game scum looks really good. Yeah, that that that's about to be dope. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. Um, does anybody else have any video content announcements? Uh they New first fifteen's coming soon. I just dropped uh, <laughs> the last call countdown. That's uh, that just that just dropped. It's fresh, hot off the press. So go check that shit out. 
So all the fans who want the double dose of Chad, you can find him yeah, on the, the, on the, the uh, double dose. <laughs> right. And make yeah, sure you go, got yourself a sandwich with down. a side of chips when you're watching it. Exactly. <laughs> get comfy. Get comfy. Get you a side sandwich. Now we got into chips. a point where you can, you know, check eat any of us out. Whatever, you know, if you got some free time and you just want to, you know, get a little bit more. So there you go, guys. For sure. Yeah. And still waiting on Xavier's segment. We're going to get his face on, on the video soon. And I don't have no segment. I'm not going to ever have no segment. Because I help Bro. other niggas with they segments, so I can't. Well, I don't, I don't have no time. I don't have no time, man. I don't have no time. Moderator Ooh. of the podcast. You, you, uh, this is you, <laughs> man. You gonna have at this least four more. clips. <laughs> you have at least four clips that you want on Last Call Countdown every week because you say some of the funniest impromptu I'm, shit. Bro, Your impromptu yeah. jokes is why this podcast exists. Should right. I talk Yo, about that's 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 all all right, can we talk about pepper and niggas like steak? Can we talk about, oh, he's way up there. He feels blessed. Can we talk about that? Can we talk about yeah, the I kale mean, chips? That like, nigga come on, man. me like a Jimmy John sandwich. Like that nigga. That was Double you, nigga. Extra cheese, lettuce, oh, tomato, onions, holes, and bean sprouts. Shut up, Corey. True. I just meant visual medium. Like, I don't have a visual medium coming, but I definitely, I'm more here. I'm out here in the streets for sure, man. You can oh pay me on God. something. Oh I might God. even you be in the first on SoundCloud 15. too. Throw that plug in, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely true. Um, wow, my team just killed me. Um, so, I, I, I do beats and I engineer. Um, I engineer this podcast. If you guys listen to the Joe Budden podcast, I am the Parks um, of this podcast. So I, I do all the engineering with the school for it. And I also make beats, man. been making beats since I was like 11 years old. So, um, yeah, man. Just I, a nigga I, damn near 40. <laughs> wow. wow. No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> That's, that shit just oh, nigga say. That shit just nigga say. That nigga just threw a dagger at you. Wow, no, I didn't. Man. That shit. That's, That's crazy. But if you guys are interested in having your podcast sounding amazing like this, or if you have music that you want to sound amazing, um, coolnerdproductions.com. That's K O O L N E R D productions.com. Um, it is a. Uh, uh, an extreme passion of mine um, that I've been doing for years. So I, w- I would love to work with as many people as possible. So always feel free to hit me up. I'm a very, uh, I'm a very humble dude. I'm not going to be mean to anybody and I work with everybody. So just hit me up. Known for being classic, but at the hey, same yo, time, progressive. I got to tell you, man. I let, so, yes. Classic, but also progressive. Gay. Oh, oh. L. Okay. <laughs> I am the, but um, I got to tell y'all niggas real quick. Some, uh, I had some of the guys that I was uh, playing games with today. That was um, all most of them are veterans. Um, they watch, they listened to the Dear White People episode, and they were dying when Corey did his emo rendition of emo music. Oh my yes. god! <laughs> Nate and I Mike were like, song. "Oh my god." That's exactly what it sounds like, bro. <laughs> yes. And so uh, all, the, all the consensus is just like, apparently, at least amongst the, the niggas I fuck with, uh, NASCAR is whack. They said, wow. fuck NASCAR collectively. Collectively. It was like four people in there. Yeah, fuck NASCAR. Um, two of them said cornhole was stupid. 
And uh, they, asked, they whack at it. They, they whack at it. That's all. They, they asked me. <laughs> they asked me to ask y'all to just give casserole a chance. Wow. Until it crusts. About 400 to 450 degrees until it crusts. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this nigga Chad bug it. <laughs> Yo, you asked me to describe it. Chad, how would you describe it? I got it. <laughs> I got you. Got you. Like he ever, I, did you rehearse that in the mirror? Like, did no, y'all... I didn't. That's a direct that definition. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah, that, was, that was off the cuff. That nigga gave me the, the oop, I just dunked it. That was <laughs> they um oh they love the they love the hood rat mic story. <laughs> The of legend course, of like, legend is hilarious. The legend of Red Mike. I made him tell it. I think you gotta tell it. That I can only hope that somebody animate that at some point. Like if somebody could animate that, please. Oh, we yeah, need to hit up Young Don, the Sauce Guy, see if he'll animate it for us, man. I'm thinking about hitting him up on his Twitter account. Please, me too, bro. That. That, that nigga voice. That's probably the funniest that story on here. Like he said, <laughs> Hood, he was running around the party with his meat out. With his nigga, what? Yo, hold up, hold Yo, I'm listening. Uh, wait, so we all in Discord listening to it together. And he was like, yo, this man had his meat pierced. And they paused it. So my boy, my boy Nate is the one listening to it. He paused. He's like, what's wrong with that? I'm like, what? Whoa. I, was like, wait, I, was, I was like, I was like, yo, what? Yo, question. One question. What's up? Um, might this friend be Caucasian? Of course right. he is. Of course he is. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I just he's wanted a white you boy to confirm. He's a white boy from New Jersey. Yeah. He, yeah. So um, he was like, what's wrong with that? I'm like, Nate, don't tell me. He was like, yeah, man, I got that shit done right after basic. I'm like, nigga, no. Crazy. Oh, my goodness. No. I'm hey, like, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Y'all, y'all some brave ass motherfuckers, man. Let me or Shit. crazy yeah, either. Me? One or the other, man. Oh my goodness. Like, like, why would you let any? Like, why would you let anywhere? No, anywhere near your meat with that apparatus. White boy <laughs> for life, man. That's crazy. Know, man. That's you crazy. gotta love your white friends. So yeah, they um. Boy. So we got we getting some love out here, man. We might be going international too. Uh, they they supposed to some dude that I was playing with today. He was actually um, oh, he's a friend man. of a friend, and he's uh he's, he's in the Canadian Air Force. So he was like, right. like, oh, you're in the army. I said, yeah. He was like, I was. I got out. And he was like, and, and like we all were. Except it was like two guys. It was like seven of us playing. Like two guys were the only ones who weren't who had never served. And he was like, I'm in I'm in the Air Force. And I was like, oh shit, where you where you stationed at? He said, he was like, no 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 no, I'm Canadian. I'm like, yo, you Canadian in the Air Force? He was like, yeah. So I got to get off. Like, yo, I got to go talk to my podcast members. I'll see y'all later. Whoa. whoa, whoa. You with a podcast? I said, yeah. He was like, yo, send me a link. I sent my phone. <laughs> so uh, we might be blowing up in Canada here in the next few weeks if he, if he buys <laughs> shit for real. That's I love tight. it, man. That's That's tight. Tight. Shout out to everybody listening, man. If if you guys are listening and, and you've been directed here from any of us, man, we definitely appreciate you, man. We definitely appreciate you guys. Like, share. Always tell a friend. I know I know that don't seem like it's important, but it is. Just, just tell one person. It don't matter who it is. And somebody's going to love it. You know what I mean? Especially if you got some nerdy black friends, definitely let them know. But in, we make this for everybody to enjoy. You know what I'm saying? So right. let people know what we're doing here. Yeah, absolutely. 
Shout out to the Will Whispers, man. And the whole gang, right? <laughs> fucking man, you know what? Even still, shout out to our detractors. Because you know what? Even when yeah, you detract, true. if you detract us, man, you're giving us exposure. So shout out to our detractors. Them too. Mm. That's, that's, word that's of the a day. $25 like word. I feel like that one quite forty. <laughs> quite you can get that at Walmart, nigga. Yeah. What? <laughs> you can get that at Walmart. Yeah. I read books, nigga. <laughs> I, just, I just love words. I can't let a good word go by, man. You think I'm gonna let that good word go by? I gotta talk about it. <laughs> G, what's the word of the day right now? What's, what's your word of the day? You just said it. Oh, Detractor. You got, don't you got a don't you got a word of the day thing on your phone? Oh shit, I think I do actually. Oh, my phone ain't next to me now. I can't even. Oh, uh, all right, because you used to hit me with them sometimes. Like, yo, you ever heard of the word? Bro, like, no. How what amazing that is it that you know we all into our later, you know, getting into our late years, and I'm we're still discovering new words. Like this shit is amazing to me. That's just amazing to me. Like, and it's not like they're new. Like these are old words I just never heard anyone say. <laughs> like it's crazy. This is crazy. I think me and Chad both discovered the the term. Well, not discovered, but like rediscovered the term reprehensible the same week because yeah, we were saying reprehensible <laughs> behavior. Yeah, that is yeah, absolutely yeah. reprehensible behavior, there, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that persnickety, that shit. Persnickety. Yeah, I love the word persnickety. Yeah, like what? What you talking? Is that a snack? No, that nigga, you acting out of character is what I'm saying. Like what? Persnickety sound like a really, really posh English person's last name. Yeah. Edward yeah. Persnickety. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm out. That's it. That's the last time I want to hear your ass, yeah. nigga. Like, yeah, that's it. Edward Persnickety. So what, how, and what else? Just w- answer it however you feel necessary, man. Try not to overthink it, man. If you want me to go first, I can go first. If that is easier for you to understand how it goes. Um, nah, yeah, I'd rather you go because I don't want to go too in-depth and then niggas be like, dang, this nigga got all philosophical on us. Well, everybody pretty much went about 20 minutes. So, uh, But I'll start, man, if that makes you more comfortable. I know some people aren't as open as others, but I feel it's important to, to tell people why. We are who we are, what makes us who we are. Um, and for me personally, I owe a huge debt um, to, to my brother, Chad, um, in terms of why I am the person I am and how I came to be the person I am. Um, you and I talked briefly about um, personality traits, and we spoke on um, our personal, um, what was it? What was the uh, test called? personal results from the um the uh, maslow personality test yeah yeah so we did the the personality test and um he was the intj and i was the intj right so um that being said i'm growing up i was always very serious um i didn't really understand sarcasm i didn't understand when people were joking and that played a lot into like my interactions with people people really didn't um, I guess know how to take me, especially my parents. They was kind of just like, okay, we don't really know what to do. Like we can have fun, 
with Chad and Jasmine, but we don't really know what to do with Corey because he don't know how to take jokes. And um, slowly but surely, Chad is the one who brought me out of my out of my shell personally. And it's because he's the exact opposite of me. He's very outgoing, very goofy, very comedy driven. So everything he did was just pure hilarity, whereas everything I did was pure seriousness. I was very over analytical. I was very um, intelligent, not to say the chair wasn't intelligent, but I prided myself on intelligence and in, in, in looking into why things the way they were instead of just allowing them to be. And Chad brought me out of that shell. So as we got older, Chad was the one who kind of taught me how to talk to girls and, you know what I'm saying, how to relax and how to build relationships with people because he was, he was the person who did that. It kind of came second nature to him. And then when it came to the opposite end, you know, getting more serious, when it was time to go to school and learn things, you know, I would be there for Chad to, to teach him and to show him the ways on how to, you know, be a good student and why it's important to educate yourself. So we kind of and also helped him with his business too, um, Nerd Bite Solutions. So when it came to like that kind of stuff, I'm really good at that, but just wasn't good at interpersonal communication, as you might see on your resume. Uh, so. Chad was a huge part of me becoming who I was and my friends at the time, along with Chad as well, um, were a huge part of me becoming who I was because they were all very outgoing. So at that point in my life, um, I hadn't quite quite gotten to music um, being a youngster. But Chad, you know, just hanging around Chad kind of opened me up to things. And then sure enough, um, I got into music which was super random, happened in the back of my dad's camper. Um, we were waiting in the parking lot of Sam's Club. My dad was taking like two hours to go shopping because that's what he does. And uh, we was in the back of the camper, and we just start like beatboxing and like beating on stuff, just making beats in the back of the camper. And I was like, yo, this is fun. So fast forward to now, that's kind of the way that I'm able to express myself is through music and through my creative that's my creative outlet because I don't really like, I'm not really like an emotional person, you know? So INTJs are like robots and I don't really give much emotion at all. And uh, even in like past relationships, I would tell girls, like, if you want to get to know me, it might be worth it to check out my music. Not because I'm trying to self-promote, you know, it's not like you check on my mixtape, girl. It wasn't like that. Like once we got <laughs> to a certain point and they were like, I just feel like I don't know you very well. I was like, go listen to some of my music. Like, there's a lot of things that I express in my music, a lot of frustrations, a lot of, you know, emotions that I express there. That might be a good place to start. So without Chad and without music, I don't think I'd be the same person. I might be serial killer in the house doing weird shit, have lots of cats, like no telling where I would be if I didn't have, you know what I'm saying? People in my life who could show me how to be, you know, an outgoing person. So. That's what makes me who I am, personally. Okay. Interesting. Learned some new things about you, man. What specifically did you learn? I'm curious to know. I mean, I didn't know you were that that socially awkward. That's probably the best way to put it. Like, I knew you were an introvert. Um, and then, like, I guess when I met you, you were more of, like, 
you were more personal, like not always, but like in settings that you were comfortable in, like people liked you, you know what I mean? Like all the time, if I went anywhere with you in college, if we went somewhere, like any place where you were comfortable, like people would, you know, be like, oh, hey, what's up, Corey? Like, how you doing, bro? Like, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people, even if they didn't have super, super close relationships with you, like it's just the fact of just embracing you like, hey, what's up, man? So, you know, it's interesting. But I mean, it makes sense if you're saying Chad taught you how to do it, because I can see Chad being that way, you know, like like a life of the party in a way. So that makes sense. Yeah, he would sit down and basically just tell me how to how to move. You know what I mean? Because I would just, I mean, every now and again I'll revert back to it, and I've done it plenty of times. But you'll you'll note like if we go out to a social setting and there's a bunch of people I don't know, I probably just stand there and not say anything. But I like it's hard not to stick out because I'm six two. 270 pounds so i mean it's i'm a big ass dude like you know what i'm saying it's not like i can just hide or anything but just kind of just chill in the back you know what i mean just don't say anything and then you know if i catch myself doing it i'll try to change if i feel it's worth it like these are your friends you know what i mean you need to step out your comfort zone i'll go ahead and do it because it is uh it's a bit odd to just be standing behind people and not not really doing nothing, so it makes people uncomfortable, yeah, when especially you, when you're as tall as your ass is. It is weird. Yeah, it make it make people mad, uncomfortable, man. So I just I try not to make people uncomfortable if I can. Um, but yeah, so you know I try to be more outgoing, and I um my upbringing I'm sure was Jillian loves it too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she about the house. Yeah. Yeah, Jillian, Jillian is good for me because she's she's very outgoing. So she she's more like Chad. Like her and Chad together, you gotta see these two together, man. They hilarious. Cause they they damn near the same person. She like Chad in, in white girl form. You know what I mean? She always cracking jokes, always trying to be funny, always saying witty remarks and stuff. That's just who she is. So me meeting her was super fun to hang out because she she was able to make things fun. And that's that's kind of what I need. Like I don't have a lot of friends like me. If that makes sense. Like, you're, you're not like yeah. me, Garcia, Daryl. None of you guys are like me. Like, the INTJ category is rare as it, it is already rare. But, like, I don't even hang around people that remotely. And I'm an ENTJ. Right. Which, I mean, I think the E and the I. It's still a huge. It still makes a huge difference in the personality, though. Right. I think. Like, that one that one like letter for the acronym makes a huge difference because if you're thinking of that full web of like all the character traits just from you being an introvert and me being more of an extrovert like everything that comes with that it's very true there's been plenty of nights where i done had to bounce out on you like hey it's too much interaction with people i gotta bounce you know what i mean <laughs> which people i think my my the people who work with me, I think they think I'm joking because they'd be like, oh, man, Corey, you didn't laugh at my joke. I was like, man, to be honest, that really wasn't that funny. But I don't really like people as it is. So I just tell it like it is. And they like kind of laugh. But I'm like, nah, bro, I'm serious. I don't really like people. Like, that's my nice way of being like, bro, I, I, I either really don't feel like talking to you right now or I don't feel like entertaining you. Or the and it, the thought of talking to you. And it comes out every now and again. You know what I'm saying? And it's I try to catch it, but... Because Chad had to call me out 
when uh when when Benny Powers jumped on, you know, he's trying to tell me about his boys rapping and shit. And I just didn't feel like entertaining the thought. So I'm just like, ah, corny niggas rapping. Just like, you know what I mean? Just like kind of just wrote him off. But, you know, don't take it personally, but that's just that's just me. I don't feel like entertaining, entertaining that thought at the moment. So it's kind of what I do. That's funny, man. That's funny. It is to some people. I As long as people can deal with it. Like Jillian is one of the few people who can deal with it. I've had a lot of exes be like, you know, call me all types of crazy names and tell me I'm going to end up lonely. And it's like, nah, we just don't mesh well. Like, but that's just, just get because it. people didn't get comfortable with your personality and y'all just weren't a fit, you know? Because I think sometimes, um, at least from my own personal experience, I feel I feel like sometimes like women, like they'll get in a certain situation and be like, ah, oh, like I can deal with, I can I can accept this situation and I can accept the personality. And then like later on, it's like, nah, I really can't, you know? So it's like, I mean, you're taking a gamble, but I feel like those, like, I, like I, we have very dominant personalities, you know? So it's like, like, like you were saying the other day, you were like, man, I definitely cahoots Kayla if she put up with your ass, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. not everybody can handle certain certain personalities but i mean it's on the flip side too like i think of her personality and i'm like bro a lot of niggas can't handle it you know like a lot of niggas be turned off or feel like it's you know like oh that's too much but the same thing too like you know some girls may be like oh you're an a-hole and i'm like, no nah, not really like i'm just like i'm an entj like i'm just kind of direct to the point where like it goes back to our combo of like being more logical guys than than emotional guys like it has its pros and its cons you know Right, right. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. It's it's crazy thinking about that because growing up, I used to always feel like I'm super misunderstood because like people would always be thinking like I'm attacking them and I'm like, I'm really not. Like I'm just, I'm just saying it in the only honest way I know. You know, I guess it's just because we say stuff and there's no emotions behind it. Like I always be feeling like, dang, I'm misunderstood. Like I, that's not even the way I took it. Or I'm, I'm, I want you to take it. Yeah, we we both suffer from that. We just say stuff, and then people like flip out. You'd be like, "That's not what I said to you. I just said that you know X Y Z. You just reading too much into it." And be like, "What you mean? I'm reading too much into it. When you say that, this implies this." And we both literally like, "Nah, I don't imply nothing. It's just exactly just take it exactly as I just said it." Hate that because then we get frustrated because then I'm like, "You're trying to tell me what I was." intending to say yep. then i'm getting frustrated and then i'm really you know what i mean like it's just like a ah uh... gets annoying then you start arguing because we don't do we don't do small tiffs and small arguments very well we 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 view them almost as a waste of time so then like i'm not arguing with you on what i'm not arguing with you on what i said like that is what i said Yo. you can either Yo, take it or you so can go in the other funny. room and cry about it like as like i'm not I'm not about to sit here and discuss this with you. This is stupid. I said what I had to say. Yeah, like I felt like when I want when we're gonna argue, it should be over something that's like very impactful to like the combo or very impactful to like the relationship with that particular person. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. something that's just like that simple. Like if you're like, hey, does this look does this dress look nice? And I'm like, nah, that dress is kind of whack. Like you should be like, all right, cool, and then move on. It shouldn't be like, oh, my God, like, you think this dress is whack? Like, what are you trying to say? You know, like, it, it shouldn't be like that. It should just be like, all right, cool. Like, I just know that's just him being him. Yeah, you would hope. That's the dream, and that don't happen often. Like, um, 
I went into the speaking of that, I went into the room the other day and told Jillian, I was like, yo, you always wear that, don't wear that. And she was just like, What you don't like it? It's like, nah, I like it. You you've worn that already. Wear something else. And she get real upset because she's like, well, what you don't want me to wear? I was like, I don't know. Just don't wear that. <laughs> like, like, I'm not even going to discuss it with you. Just like that, you know, if you because you're going to ask me how you're going to look in a couple minutes. I'm telling you right now, change it. Just change it. You saying you don't like it? Nah, that's not it. Just change the outfit. You wore that already. I seen that last time we went out. Wear something else. So I feel you, man. I feel your pain. Uh... What about you, man? What, uh, what about me? Yeah, what makes you who you are, man? I'm, I'm curious. What makes me who I am? Um, I guess I could just kind of break it in three components, really. I would probably say first component is um, like the spirituality aspect. Um, you know, I know everybody has their different viewpoints or whatnot on spirituality, but for me, it's just like it gives me like a, a good sense of like hope, a good sense of just like focus, a good sense of, of balance in, in life, um, you know, a good direction, I guess, to focus on far as bettering myself as a, as a, as a person. So I would definitely say that um second aspect i would definitely just say like family um and me saying family i'm speaking on more like people i have like an actual emotional um you know connection with so you know like you you know be my homie eisen stacy um you know a couple others and then also too you know my own my own family you know father mother you know etc etc so i would just say like that you know people i i consider family because i feel like um at least in my own personal life, I feel like every time I go through a, a different, like, growth uh, process in life or elevation in life, like, I feel like me and my family are moving, like, together, you know what I mean? Like, as a unit, like, me and all my, my people's people I consider in my circle. So I definitely would say them, you know, I feel like everybody feeds me, um, you know, value and substance, I say, in a different, um, in a different way, a different aspect, you know, like everybody, I feel like I'm, in, I'm around a lot. Um, and then I would say probably in my later adult years to just be honest, bro, it would probably be Kayla, honestly, bro. Like just kind of thinking about it, um, just like with a really open perspective, like, you know, just kind of being around somebody for damn near like five years, like us both growing, both like learning different, different things. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would probably say her, you know, she's definitely a person I've, I've learned a lot from, got, got a lot of value and substance from too. So those would probably be the, the three things I would say. So I guess you would say spirituality, family, and then um, love. Mm. No, I like that. I like that a lot, man. I'm curious since we, we're very similar um, because, you know, Daryl and Garcia are similar, which is I'm glad I caught them at the same time. Um, they're similar. That's why they they real close. I feel like we similar. That's why we real close. Was there any point that you realized you was just like real different from everybody else? As I know we talk about that a little bit. Was there like a moment where you was like, wow, I'm just not, not necessarily not gelling, but just like, I feel like a weirdo. Well, I wouldn't really say I felt like a weirdo. It just, I think when it came to the point of us just like 
becoming adults and just, you know, everybody kind of really settling in the, t- the different type of perspectives and the morals and the values, just the, the different, you know, philosophical concepts and stuff they accept, you know, just like that type of stuff. Um, I think that's when I kind of started to realize like I was different, you know, like, cause like I said, I would use so much logic sometimes to people would be like, Oh bro, like you're so harsh. And I'm just like, nah, not really. So like when I think about the world's issues and the world's problems, I'm just like, if people just use a little bit more rationale and logic, like I feel like a lot less problems would arise. Mm. Okay. And I mean, as I've grown, as, as I've grown older, I have realized that to a T, those of us like me and you who use straight logic, sometimes it can come back to hurt us because I feel like as humans, you do need to uh, make some decisions with your emotions as well. You know, like I feel it has to be a balance. You know what I mean? Like you have to be able to make good decisions with good logic as well as good things that um, are giving you emotional intelligence as well. You know, that you can actually, you know, like that gut feeling. I don't really know how to put that in a a concept or or explain it. But you know what I'm saying? Like that gut feeling we all get when you just like, just kind of get a gut feeling about something and you just like, no, I'm going to follow my gut. Mm. Okay. But I feel like around those things, I feel like around that time, I feel like when I just started to kind of like realize who I was as an adult, realize who I was as like a man. I felt like that's when I was like, yeah, like boys probably really find me different. Um, but I mean, I guess like if you're speaking more from a perspective of like when we were kids, I mean, I always kind of felt I might have been a little bit different because I mean, I I feel like you couldn't really put me in one category, and I I hate like I hate labels for that reason because mm-hmm. it's like oh, you fit this particular label, so you're gonna do all this stereotypically you know like i feel like i wore a lot of different hats like i like sports i played sports growing up you know i liked art i drew like i liked you know comics you know anime gaming other nerd culture stuff you know there you know like i liked uh yeah i know you guys make fun of me for it but i i I loved collecting rocks and different fossils and stuff when i was growing up like i was really heavy into that stuff like weirdly like just like a lot of random um different things i can just think of like that piqued my interest so it's like i never really fit into any um category i guess like i always say like when i met you i feel like you you and kayla both um you helped me um become more comfortable i guess with like that that nerd side because like you know the rest of my friends as you know they're all athletes so it was like you know, like y'all played sports. I didn't play sports on the level y'all did, but it's like, you know, like I still ran in with y'all, but it's like when it came down to the nerd stuff, I couldn't really, I don't really have those combos with them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And we, and we've discussed this before. Yeah. Just coming into that, that nerdism when being around, you know, a, a one type of culture or group for me, it was the, yeah. I didn't grow up in the hood, man, but I grew up in a very urban mindset area, um, all black neighborhood in the middle of the suburbs. We talked about it on the Curtis episode, described my neighborhood and all this weirdness. But um, that urban, quote unquote, urban mindset, that heavy being deep in 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 black culture, like that's what I grew up in. And I went to an all white school and like eventually just like some of the stuff that they were doing just seemed dope. So I was like. I want to try doing some of this stuff and I just felt ostracized is that the word 
ostracized by yeah. my community and by the people who, you know, so-called called themselves my friends from time to time, you know, or acquaintances. Now we're we're talking about me in certain ways. You know, so I felt I felt like an outcast then. You know I mean, it's not my fault I like skateboarding. It's also not my fault I was actually all right at it. Um, it's just something that was fun to do for me. And it kept me kept me busy, you know. And then, you know, just getting into all different kind of things. Um, I used to be a collector, too. It's weird that you say that. I used to be a collector. Um, I would collect anything, though. Didn't matter what it was. I just like collecting stuff. I don't, still don't know why that is. Maybe it's... Something to do with our personality traits. I have no idea. Uh, but uh, I used to collect them quarters, like when the quarters first came out. I was real big <laughs> on. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I even have them joints anymore. What else? Well, no, I collected um, cards. I used to collect the Pokemon cards. I used to collect the um, Dragon Ball Z cards. And then I used to collect basketball cards, of course. Yeah. I used to love the 90s basketball cards. You remember when they used to have the different, like, writing with the names on them? And then mm-hmm. on the sides, it would have other crazy stuff, like the like the dunk ones. Like, I remember, like, the Sean Kemp one I had. That mug was hard. I used to love those those 90s uh, basketball cards. So like, dope. That style was dope. Yeah. Super dope. I still got all mine. Um, I also used to collect awards. <laughs> Used to win a lot of awards in school, so I can just collect shit. Um, but yeah. Well, I used to collect games, I guess we consider that one one too. <laughs> yeah. That is another one. We used to collect um gaming magazines. That was the thing. We used to have a huge stack. My mom had to just throw them boys out. It was like the big it was a huge stack. But just gaming magazines, guides and shit. It was nuts. Um Oh, yeah, and to further answer your question, I feel like when I really figured out I was weird, um, and me and Kayla actually talk about this all the time, is, like, there's just certain combos, like, we have. Like, I can have really, I feel like, any type of intellectual combo, and I feel like sometimes the combos, like, some of the stuff, like, at least me and Herbie talking about going deep, like, some people would be like, bro, y'all niggas are weird, like, Kind of like, you know how boys are listening to Absol and some people would be like, yeah, this nigga's weird. Like, it's way, way, way over my head. Or, like, people feel like Erica Badu is so weird because it's, like, way, way, way over their, their um, I guess, point of understanding, comprehension, or actually yeah. being able to break down those concepts in heavy detail. Kind of like how we discuss music. That, I guess you could, you could say it that way. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm like that with all with a lot of subjects. Yeah, the ability to just intellectually have a conversation um, about anything really for us because of I think it's the um, NTJ part of us. I think that like like we'll we'll not necessarily debate, but we'll discuss pretty much any topic and and give our opinion and give really good educated guesses. Um, and we're okay to being wrong and learning, but we enjoy that kind of thing. But like, we hate talking about like the weather. I don't really want to Yeah, don't give a fuck. Like when people try to small talk, like, ah, oh, man, it's really yeah, hot today. Bro, like, like I, yeah, I can't, like, I have such a, I have such a craving and a drive to just like experience learning in like all aspects. Like when I feel any sense of like being static like it makes me feel disgust Mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah, like, I can really talk about animals for a long time. Like I can really sit down and talk about like octopuses. Like I learned this shit the other day randomly. Like octopuses, when they fight, one's an attacker, one's a defender. Um, and when they actually start to fight each other, what they do is they get like a like an outer lining, like their tentacles and shit turn black, like their ink. But these niggas be throwing hands. <laughs> like, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, but one actually tries to just like diffuse the situation. Like that's crazy. Like in every battle, and I watch that shit on TED Talk. Like that type of shit. You know what I mean? Like I can bring that up, and some people be like, "What are you talking about, nigga?" And not even. And care. I'm not saying that. To, uh, yeah, like I'm. And I'm not saying that to be like sounding like I'm also woke because I can't stand you type of niggas. You niggas are so like. You niggas are like freaking poison to the culture. Like I, I'm not saying it in that that particular um, way. Yeah. I'm just saying, like you said, like I, I can really talk about anything. Like if somebody really wanted to be like, oh, like did you know spiders get? And I'd be like, damn, I didn't know that. Right. It's it's interesting to talk about other things. Like if a girl approached, well, not even if if you let's say a girl approached you in the bar. Two girls approach you in the bar. One's kind of just like, hi, what's your name? Oh, okay. Well, what are you here for? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of conversation, I'm less likely to talk to her, right? But if a girl approached yeah. me and was like, maybe I was on my phone and was like, huh, is that like the such and such things going on? Or did you hear about this? And like, start like intellectually talking with me, I'd be more prone to talk to that girl. And get to know that girl than the bubble. Even if that girl wasn't even as, as attractive, I'd be more inclined to talk to her. For me, yeah, just because like as I, I think it's because we've gotten older. We realize what matters, right. and we realize who we are as people. Like, I feel like if a woman doesn't stimulate you mentally, like you're just you're gonna be turned off. But I've seen that not hold true for ninety percent of motherfuckers out there. I've seen it, witness it. I'm like, how are you talking to her, yeah. dog? Like, she annoys because me. A lot of dudes, a lot of dudes, real as as men, bro. I think it it, it goes to the whole um, that that masculinity, bro. Like that whole ego complex. Like me and Kayla be having this conversation, and she's like, man, like for so long. Maybe I think you said you brought this up once too with someone you went to high school with. But like, I feel like a lot of women be thinking like, oh, I can't be super intellectual and really show off like how smart I am because it's like to some men it's like niggas feel like they're threatened or something mm -hmm. so it's like niggas would rather you know mess with something that it's just like oh I don't have to feel challenged yep like yep challenge me I like to be challenged uh, challenge me shit you need to be smarter than me bro you ain't gonna make me feel bad Right. Mama always said somebody better than you in something. Right. I'd rather be with a woman that is smarter than me. Think about the advantages of that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get to learn every day. Yes. Yep, I'm learning right now in my relationship more about my body than I have ever learned. Um, and it is an amazing thing, you know, because Jillian's a athletic trainer, so she just... It's so crazy, bro, how good she is. Like, I'll tell her something is wrong, and without even, like, preemptively checking me, she just be like, does it hurt right here or is it tight right here? I'm like, damn, that is tight. I didn't know that could be tight. And she was like, yep, you got to go foam rolling. I'm like, how? 
You know what I mean? So then, like, she'll show me how to do it or show me how to stretch it. It's the dopest thing ever. I'm like, dang, man, where would I be? I'd be broke the hell up right now. For real, for real. Yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. Shit, I've become more open-minded, I think, being around Kayla's ass. Like, especially with music, bro. I remember I would only listen to, like, rap music and stuff. Now I listen to, like, electric music and other, other different stuff. Just, like, a little bit more open to different cultures, too. But, I mean, you know, it's... I guess, you know, it's just, I guess it's just everyone's wired differently, bro. Yeah. I don't know. No, I, I understand that. Yeah. Like, like, everybody's wired differently. Like, I can, I guess it's just too, like, I'm older, man. Like, now it's just like, sometimes when you hear certain dudes talk about other things, and I'm just like, bro, like, stop. Or like you said, how are you talking to her? Or like how? Right. I don't get it. Don't ask me, man. I I really don't get it. But maybe that's another topic for another time, dog. Um, yeah, very much so. But this this is this is ex- this is Xavier Elliott. I was gonna say my middle initial, but I ain't gonna do that. But yes, this is this is me. This is. The things that make me who I am. Spirituality, my family, and my love. Word up. That's 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 me. Cut the episode. Yeah, I'm cut. That's it right there. Run the music. <laughs> I see fire. Niggas go, yo, can we do that in the episode? Niggas do their own rendition of the fucking P music on the way out. Right.